Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Awaken Health Podcast. I am your host, Alona Kayla, and I'm so grateful to have you back to today's episode. This is part of a three-part series where we're talking about how you can add more into the trifecta of energy. And if you're like, what are you talking about, Lana, or I'm new here, go back to episode 19, listen to that, or just dive in straight into what we're talking about, and then you can go back to the other episodes. But on Monday, we talked about um, mindset and how we can create more awareness in our day-to-day lives and how this benefits the other two areas as far as body and spirit. And so today we're going to be talking about body, but I would like to just recap really quick about what the trifecta of energy is. I call this the trifecta of energy because, well, there's three of them, the mind, body, and spirit or soul, however you want to use it. I use it very interchangeably, whatever makes you feel good. Um, that's what this podcast is all about is whatever makes you feel good. So, you know, the trifecta of energy, a lot of the times we can go into mindset work, we can go into healing, that's our spirit and our soul level, or we can go into body health, we'll say, or trying to lose weight, but we're not working on these other areas and they're all very interconnected. They all go together. They all work together. So this is what I talk about. And this is what I really embody body in my entire coaching programs um, is that how can we integrate these or how can we work on one and versus the other? And so go back to listen to episode uh, 19 and 20, but we're going to dive into body today. And so what do people think about when we talk about body health? Well, you know, when I began, I used to think that it was about losing weight, like the skinnier you were, the healthier you were. Um, the more people liked to be around you. I had a lot of weird thoughts about it. And it's actually not that weird at all because society makes it feel this way. And so when we are trying to tackle our body and our health, we do things in maybe not a most comfortable way for ourselves. We may restrict ourselves. We may not allow ourselves to enjoy it. We may feel punished. And this is why there's a lot of with the intuitive eating world that says, like, don't um, weigh yourself. I'm in a few intuitive eating groups, and a lot of them have trouble even thinking about working out because they're just so mentally burnt out from doing these things that they hated and that they didn't like. And there was so much pressure to lose weight that the thought of doing that again is just very overwhelming. And I get it. And I, I want to say is that you don't need to go down that path. You don't need to engage in workouts you hate, and you don't need to do anything to become a healthier individual that you don't agree with or that you don't like, or that isn't a part of your lifestyle. And I want to free you. And I want to give you that permission to just do whatever you need to do to be the healthiest version of yourself. So what is actual body energetics or health overall? Well, this is doing things that are pleasurable, things that give you confidence, that give you a challenge, but a good challenge, not a defeating challenge, but a challenge that makes you feel a little uncomfortable, but overall, you know that you're going in the right direction. It feels good. You know, it's just like a puzzle. You're trying to figure it out, but it's not a puzzle that you want to throw across the room. Sometimes you might want to, but for the most part, you actually enjoy it. And so how has this trifecta of energy helped me with my health? Well, for a very long time, I would um, try to restrict myself. I had, I just came out to my mom about this, but like I would try to have, uh, I would like participate in eating disorder, um, 
eating disordered things. Like I would try to make myself throw up, but then, you know, my husband's a very smart man. And so I, I couldn't do that. I would try to starve myself, but you know, again, my husband, he held me very accountable and I never wanted him to know. And so I would do things that were not healthier for healthiest for me. And then I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter and I was already about 220 pounds, I believe. And I ended up getting up to 265 and that was all very difficult for me because I didn't want to be that high. I didn't want to be that weight, but I also had a bigger responsibility than myself. And so I allowed myself probably overboard in the wrong direction to have all the foods that I wanted to have while I was pregnant. And by the end of it, like I said, I was 265. And so I I lost 90 pounds, but in a very restrictive way where I wasn't eating right. I wasn't um, doing what was best for me. And I was basically in some context, starving myself. I would probably eat one meal a day. um, And then I would drink shakes or I would run or do intense workouts. And it was just overall unhealthy. Like I went from one side to a complete other side and there was no middle. And you know, you can guess it if you've heard my story before I gained it back pretty quickly. And by the time I got pregnant with my son, I already had gained back about half that weight. And while I was pregnant with my son, once again, I didn't want to be where I was, but I wanted to change. I wanted to make a change. Um, but there was not much I could do. So I waited until after I had him and I decided that I would, um, try to lose weight. And, you know, initially I tried to do it in a way that was restrictive once again, but I was able to like call myself out and, um, maneuver through it. So after, let's see, so maybe about four months into trying to lose weight, I said, all right, that's enough. Like it was, especially after I tried to do keto, I said, you know what to do. I know what to do. I know that macro counting would probably be more beneficial for me than anything else. And so I, I started to do that. But what I personally also feel is that me working on my mindset and working on healing and allowing myself to feel worthy again, because I, I, for me, I'll speak from my experience, but a lot of me trying to lose weight was correlated with my self-worth. And so if I wasn't doing the spiritual or the soul stuff of healing, then I think I would have continued that. And if I hadn't introduced myself to meditation, I would never have the awareness to stop doing things that I didn't want to do anymore. And so this is how incorporating the trifecta of energy into my personal journey has helped. And with Aligned Lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program, a lot of women come into it and they want to possibly lose weight. But sometimes in the middle of it, they've discovered that they just want to feel good. They just want to feel better. They want to have a better food relationship. They want to do things that make them feel good. And we really work on this concept of why do you want to lose weight? I ask them all that. And, you know, on the first time, they'll give a reason. And then in a few weeks, I'll ask that question again. Because why do you want to do this? Is it truly your desire or is it someone else's desire? Is your goal to actually just be stronger? you know, whatever that looks like. And so that's what we do with Align Lifestyle. And further is I allow my clients to kind of create their own journey overall and decide how they want to do this. And so it's something that we work on very much together. 
is the trifecta of energy, creating this, uh, the principles of awareness, rebuilding trust, and embodying your true self. And so that's basically what Align Lifestyle is. This is what I base my coaching off of, off of all my programs, is how can we integrate and how can we build offer these trifecta of energy. And you know, if your desire is to truly lose weight, that is completely up to you. There's no one to tell you that you're wrong for that. If for me being at 265 pounds was very uncomfortable, I didn't feel myself. But you know, working on the mindset, the healing and the, the healthy things as far as like nutrition and exercise really helped kind of catalyze my results for me. And I've seen it with some of my clients as well. And it's a beautiful thing to just see them actually align with who they are and not doing what society makes us think we have to do. So what are the things you can do with body energetics and how can you improve it? Well, the first one is obvious. It's exercise, right? You know, when you think about losing weight or you think about becoming healthier, we talk about exercise a lot. Well, I'm here to give you the permission that you need to do whatever exercise you want to do. If you hate running, don't run. But I will say do some form of cardio. Is this swimming? Is this elliptical? Is this doing a cycling class? Is this walking? Whatever that looks like for you. Definitely incorporate that. It's still super important. But if you hate running, running isn't the only thing you can do to get cardio. So I want everyone I would love if everyone could get there is to love their workouts as much as I love work for weightlifting. I love weightlifting. It is my favorite thing to do. I look forward to it. Even on the days I don't want to do it, I still go because I'm so proud of myself after every session. And I've really created this perfect schedule for myself. And I really let myself off the hook for not hitting certain days. And it's just been so amazing, right? So that's where I would love for you to be. But how do you get there? Well, you experiment with my clients. I am a personal certified personal trainer. I schedule in the workouts for them. But if they don't want to do it, my feelings are not hurt by any means. I want them to do what it feels good to them. So I have several clients doing cycling classes, trying bar classes. I've had uh, clients go to group um, workout sessions at the gym, trying goat yoga, yoga, whatever that is. They've tried it and I encourage them to. Because once we are done, if they're not loving the workouts we're doing together or they're not feeling them or they didn't light them up, once we're done with our coaching, then what are they going to do? How are you going to continue, right? So make sure your exercises are things that you actually enjoy. And there will be a learning curve and you understand that, but it's worth that learning curve to you. And what I would, wanted to touch base on is some things that I would I think are some standard understandings of should you do your exercises or what to look for is that you feel more confident, you feel more energetic, you kind of look forward to it in the beginning, it might be a little more difficult, but you look forward to it, you're excited, you're noticing the difference in one week to the next week of how well you're doing, you know, um, that there is a community out there that you can talk to, that you can engage with, that you can have in your circle, um, that's also very huge. There's a lot of weightlifting for women groups that I'm a part of, and that keeps me going. I like talking to them. I like sharing things with them. I find things funny in their group. I feel very a part of the community. So that's huge, right? Finding your community, feeling energetic. And I will say, though, when you are starting new workouts, give it a, a time frame, maybe like two weeks. 
So say you're doing cycling, give it two weeks. And if you, after two weeks, you really don't like it, then change, pivot. You're allowed to pivot, right? So then let's go into nutrition. So what about nutrition? And this is a, the, just like a massive cluster of so many different ways you can go. But what I will say and what I do with my clients and what I will coach you on is, you know, you can pull different diets. You can pull them apart if you like keto, if you like um, doing that renaissance, um, if you like counting macros, if you like intermittent fasting, whatever you like. If there's food from certain diets that you've tried and you like them, then use them. You can make a combination. You can make up your own diet that fits you best. Um, and there is no wrong way. Again, if you think you want to try macro counting, being realistic, though, I want to be super clear, be realistic. Don't say you're going to try keto and then be knowing in the back of your mind that you love carbs. Don't do that to yourself. But if there's like things like macro counting and you want to at least try it, you want to be guided, you know, I offer services for this as well. So if you're interested, let me know, but if, or find a coach that aligns with your mindset as well. But you can be coached around macro counting and, and learn that um, technique. You can learn how to be more intuitive, you know, whatever that looks like. But go into it thinking that this might be what's going to work best for me. And then you might need to make little tweaks along the way, you know. But that's okay too. So nutrition should be foods that make you feel good. And I do not mean foods that are like nutrient dense. I don't mean that by any means. Yeah, that's super important. I will never um, deny that. But what I'm saying about feels good is that I've had a client that she, when we started, she told me she drank a lot of soda and she was like, I don't know why I drink soda. I don't like it. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to drink soda anymore. It was so easy for her because she never had that awareness around soda before she was just drinking it out of habit. And so when we started working on her awareness, she was able to drop that habit and really pivot towards what was right for her and best for her, right? So when I say foods that make you feel good, I mean, stop eating foods that make you feel like crap just because they, they're quote unquote bad or that you feel like you shouldn't have them, you know, whatever that looks like. Create that awareness, again, the mindset part around your foods that you're eating and which foods don't you like? Like sometimes we're just eating things just to eat them because we like we just don't know. We don't have that level of awareness. So really find a way of your nutrition and allowing yourself to tweak it as you go and change and pivot, but something that you can see yourself doing long term. You know, as far as macro counting, I use that as a heavy way to lose weight, but I also integrated techniques and I integrate this with my clients as well is intuitive eating, knowing when you're hungry, touching base with your body, getting really into it um, and grounding in and dropping in. And then the last thing to start to do as far as the body is feeling good in your body. I mean, that's so important. Um, and that's such a big part of the body aspect. And so wearing clothes that fit you, that flatter you, that make you feel good, no matter what the size is. You know, I was telling the client the other day was like, I used to buy bathing suits because it looked good on so-and-so and then it looked awful on me, but I knew it was going to look awful on me because I knew it just didn't fit my unique body. And so buying clothes that make you actually feel really good, you know, talking to yourself, self-talk is huge. We'll do a whole episode on this. Let me make a note of that because I will 100% forget. Um, but yeah, doing, um, 
wearing clothes that make you feel good, going out more, seeing yourself, taking pictures. You know, I've had clients also do that as well as like take pictures of themselves, get used to seeing yourself in the mirror. How, when was the last time you actually looked um, in the mirror? And then what were those thoughts that again, integrates with the mindset part is how can you integrate a healthier self-talk? Um, and how can you change that is by having a level of awareness. So those are the three things that you can do. You can pick one and you can start working on it. You can dabble in all three. Don't overwhelm yourself though. So if, you know, finding an exercise just feels overwhelming in itself, then just focus on that. Like, you know, one knows you the way you know you, and you might not know yourself right now because you've neglected that level of awareness you've kind of tapped out tuned out turned off um in a way and so coming back to that might have a little bumps but that's okay okay so do whatever feels best to you but when you work on these three things and you start to feel really good with yourself the energy starts to improve and i'm talking about real energy like you feel really good you feel better you feel like you don't need that extra caffeine scoop and you're not doing things that drain you um and you're a lot more Lenient, I guess, so more relaxed. You have a more relaxed demeanor. And so I'm going to do a little mini guided meditation. And so the first thing I want you to do, so if you don't have a journal, I highly recommend to take notes. But if you don't have a journal, maybe write this down or come back to this episode. <clears throat> I want you to write down what does health mean to you? So, you know, we have a lot of ideas about health, that there's a lot of societal norms and whatnot. But what does that mean to you? Define health. Because most likely whatever that definition is of health is what you're trying to chase. Or it could also be the flip side is you have a definition of health or you don't know a definition of health and you're doing things that are just so out of alignment for you. Right? Okay. So you write that down and then I want you to close your eyes. I'm going to get in my, to my meditation voice. Go ahead and close your eyes. And take a few deep breaths in. And really just notice your breathing in its natural rhythm. And then I want you to envision yourself in a place that you're comfortable in. Maybe it's outside in nature. Maybe it's a room. <clears throat> and as you're walking through this place... I want you to notice that there's a mirror in front of you. And in this mirror, what you're able to see is the future. And it's sometime in the future. It doesn't really matter when or how or any of that. Let that go. But you're in the future and you can see the future. And you notice this person in front of you. And it's you. And she's standing in front of you. And I want you to notice the energy off of this person. Are they confident? Are they proud? Are they happy? What does their body look like? Is it the same as your body now? Is it different? Is it muscular? What does that look like? And as you're observing this person, I want you to go ahead 
and notice what they do. What does this person do on it? You can go ahead and ask them too. Is it, what do you do? How do you engage in healthy habits? What does health mean? How does this person present themselves? How do they go out in life and prepare themselves for a healthier lifestyle? And feel free to ask them this and just listen to what comes back and trust what comes back. And then the mirror will disappear and the time has come to an end. And this is just a mini guided meditation, something super small as far as like visualizing your future self. And when you close your eyes and you saw that person, you can come back to this person anytime, any place, and kind of touch base with it again. <clears throat> but after seeing this future version of yourself, come back to your definition of health. And has it changed? Are you changing your definition? The things that you thought you should be doing, has that changed as well? What kind of activities does this person really engage in? What was that confidence level looking like? And how did that feel to you in your heart? Where did you feel it? Did you feel it in your stomach? Did you feel it in your heart? Did you feel it in your throat or your head? You know, just paying attention. And you could come back to this anytime. But then rewrite your version of health. And how can you become more aligned with health for you? What are the things that you need to change today in order to be this healthy person that you want to be in your body? There's no wrong answers. There's nothing that you can say that would be incorrect or dumb or silly or unrealistic. Those are just all limits that we put on ourselves or that others have put on us and we believed it. And you get to step out of this. You get to step out of that and you get to be comfortable with whatever looks best for you. And you get to embody that. So work with your awareness. Work on the things that bring you joy in your health as far as nutrition and exercise. Because this is so helpful for the mental health as well. It's helpful for moving energy. And then on Friday, we'll touch base on the spirit or soul part of this and engaging in more activities that bring you more energy. And so this is the close of this episode, but I did want to take a moment to announce that I am having more workshops in June. There will be one, let me double check, June 6th is the first one, and it's called On Stress Your Life. And what we're going to be touching base on is that, you know, stress is inevitable, but how do you deal with it and how do you not become your stressors? And that is only going to be $10. And you will also get the recorded um, workshop to it as well. And that is yours for a lifetime. If I decide to build off of this workshop, you will have access to that as well. So it's a real steal right now. And then the next one is going to be June 27th. And it's called Eat to Your Alignment. And what we're going to be touching base on in that one is just how can you start to make up your own diet? It's something that I work with with my clients in the aligned lifestyle, but I feel like it's such a pivotal piece that we should bring it out. Again, this will only be $10 and you will be able to have access to the workshop for it. Right now, the one that is on sale is the on stress your life. And again, you will learn your uh, techniques. You'll 
create a stress toolbox, if you will, and things that you can do to kind of take you out of that situation emotionally and really just embody it from an objective level and experience more freedom from stress, more energy, less drain, and so forth. So that will be in the show notes below. And you still do have the option to purchase the meditation workshop, which I recorded um, back in May. And well, it's still May, but I recorded it in the beginning of May. And this is about debunking some myths around meditation, how to kind of begin and allowing it to be your own practice. There is a guided meditation in there as well that I walked the um, keep the participants in and we basically worked on ways that you can maneuver around your ideas and become more relaxed in your meditation because there's a lot of chatter. And so that is on sale currently right now. And that will also be in the show notes. I look forward to talking to you on Friday. Please send me a DM and let me know what your takeaways from this episode are is is or are, whatever. (laughs) And let me know how you're enjoying balancing out your trifecta of energy and how much more energetic you're feeling. Uh, Again, I will talk to you later.